We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out BlueWirePods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. Let's go, dude. What is up, people? <laughs> Hope you're all doing well. Welcome back to the hello, Esports hello, Rewind. Everyone. Hello, Zan. Jake, hi. You know what's different hello. about the last time that you were here compared to now? Hmm. Oh, God, I wonder. Something, it feels... Just the air in here feels Does it feel metallic crispier. You know, there's like some freshness. Does here. it feel like a hundred K silver play button coming Ooh, our way? Yeah, oh. you know, yeah, I can't believe it. We're, oh my god. Already here. It's nuts. We knew it was coming. I think I texted you guys. I was like, yeah, we knew it was coming, but I'm still like Thank you all, by the way. Unbelievable. Thank you all. Uh yeah. it was it was very, very it was a weird moment because we've known it's coming, but yeah. certainly you just said like uh it's it's here already. But it's been a struggle, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we've been doing this for quite some time now. It's not until this past few months where things have really started to actually pick up a snowball and uh, pick up. Like, we we feel like we're doing stuff that's really worth it. And it just – it feels freaking good. So – Thank you to Heck all of you yes. guys yeah. watching Thank for 100K. You. Thank you so much, all of you. Here's to the next 100K, and we'll see what esports news does in the future. It feels great to be building something, and part mm-hmm. of that build is the Esports Rewind podcast with my my partner, Zane. You ready to hit it off? Yeah, let's kick it. Just like any other podcast, let's get it rolling. All right, Zane, a little snapback from our, our, our opening <laughs> positivity is a very uh-huh. not-so-positive story. But Ooh, You hate to see it. But I love getting your take on things because I feel like you and me are such – such polar opposites in the best of ways, mm-hmm. uh, but I love your insights kind of for getting a more, definitely a more mature take on the on the serious stuff. This past week, we talked about a story that I think is going to be developing and only get all the bigger, and that's going to be a 27-year-old creator oh, yeah, that's a potentially 
accusedly alleg- al- allegations. Allegedly. Out there. <laughs> That's what you're looking for. Allegedly. I'm trying to bring a lightheartedness, and luckily me being stupid is part of that lightheartedness. Yes, allegedly preying on underage Fortnite pros. Uh, a female mm. known as Chibi. There is a lot of accusations, a lot of allegations, and tons of messages coming forward about different angles about this. Mm pretty much not only hanging out with, but potentially being sexually involved with several Fortnite pros and currently allegedly living with Fortnite pros as well. As of right now, there have been no responses from those Fortnite pros. Um, Chibi has deleted her social media accounts and all those Fortnite pros, or at least a couple I've actually seen blocking accounts that do message her name in their responses, probably rightfully so. I I wouldn't be able to put up with that either. Mm, That'd be a lot to handle for anybody. If you guys want the full details, we have a video on that. Just give me your quick thoughts on this, Zan. It's it's insane. Right out the gate, it could not happen with like a more fraught community. I feel like the fact that it's Fortnite in particular just kind of elevates things to another level in some ways, just because that audience and that community at base level is definitely a little bit on the younger side compared to some you other You say e-sports. it nicely. Everyone knows <laughs> it's a, it's a, not a kid, I, it's a, it's more of a kid's game compared uh-huh. to others. I think that's a fair statement. Just a little bit, yeah. And that kind of makes this situation a little bit more dicey because I feel like we've got to, we've got to wonder are the people in this community properly aware of the dangers of getting involved with somebody on the older end of the spectrum, perhaps, and vice versa? You know, what kind of protections could be in place for all these people who have been exposed, potentially, allegedly, to a negative situation like this? You know, you got to wonder, at the end of the day, it's not the fault of the younger people in the relationship in these no. kinds of situations, and you really have to look to them and support them at this time. You know, I mean, I think... As a community, it is our responsibility to support the Fortnite pros and not aggressively uh, target the, the woman involved. Because once again, we don't. It is all allegations at this point. We yeah, don't know circumstantial. For sure, for sure. But I think it's just as as the esports community, what will speak volumes is how we respond to the situation. And I think I've seen quite a bit of you know responses more on the amateur side. You know, let's say uh, just saying like, ah, yeah, good job, kids, good job. Like, uh, I've seen a lot. I've seen a variety of comments that Uh, have I, and unfortunately, some of it on our videos too. Which again, do I blame them? No, because we have we do have a younger audience too. I saw a top comment. It was just she hot though, and. You you gotta realize the comparison of other stories we have covered, which have been disgusting and very sick. It's actually the roles were reversed. It's typically what we have covered, I think, a few times now, unfortunately. So, a recent one from the Overwatch scene is predatorial behavior by a guy on a younger female or younger males. And Mm -hmm. in those cases, the comments are 100% disgusting. That's sick. That's sickening. They're never like, he's hot though, or like, it's it's a different level of maturity, but a different. a different lens to see it through when the roles are reversed and all of a sudden it's a female um, possibly doing these things with younger younger guys, it definitely brings a different angle from the comments. Yep. And we're not blaming it, but it's just hopefully years from now when people look back on these kind of stories, they realize, oh, okay, that's where we were coming from. That's where mm-hmm. other people are coming from. It's a disgusting thing, if true. And even, I don't, I don't want to bet, even if she... If it was legally consented, it is a possibility in this case based off the variety of regions these players were from. Yeah, the age of consent is different. And yeah, you're right. It doesn't make it okay Yeah, on some levels, you know. And I think it's important to remember that those rules are in place specifically specifically because of the development of the brain at a certain age, you know. And so you really, 
past a certain point, like, heck, if I look back at myself when I was 16, the stuff I would say Dude, and do, was... like, I, that would keep me up at night, just, like, how ridiculous it was, you know? And, yeah, I think, like you're saying with the comments, now is just a time for everybody to take, take a second, breathe, and think about what's the best way to, you know, respond to the situation when it comes to everybody as the community itself, you know? Yeah, we'll see how everyone responds, and we'll see uh, what happens moving forward. Mm -hmm. All right, Jake, this is uh, one that I just wanted to get your opinion on very much so, kind of speculative. Um, we know, we have known for quite some time that the Call of Duty League is returning. Yep. It's coming back online. That's happening this upcoming weekend. We record this podcast the uh, couple days before that happens. So it's already happened. Yep, yep. And the they released a Q&A where they addressed a couple of the concerns people had in terms of latency, players getting disconnected. And it was super general. All they said basically was just, hey, we got dedicated servers now. Yep. Totally fine. <laughs> and but like, you know, oh, yeah. what does that actually mean? Uh, does that actually, like they said they're still testing it and everything, which, yeah. you know, doesn't give me the most confidence when they say, oh, we're still testing it like, a couple days out, which, hey, obviously you got to, but I, I would have loved it if they could have said, hey, it works 100%. We're seeing consistent ping and everything from everybody, but it is what it is. Um, my question to you, Jake, is do you think the Call of Duty League can survive this switch to an online format? Will people still show up and watch without the immense amount of hype that you got in all, all those huge arenas, those huge crowds? We're not going to see moments like Skump popping off yeah. anymore. I mean, we not will. In the same it way, just won't feel the same. Yeah. It definitely will not feel the mm -hmm. same. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very curious how they're going to work with the broadcast to touch on, I would think, the more important point right now. Mm. From a variety of angles, we, we've seen, you've talked about this last week, the Overwatch League online, the ping mm. is going to be an issue. I think even with dedicated servers, we've already seen a slew of pro player responses that the dedicated servers are not perfect. Right. On top of that, when they announced being back, they announced the same week of. They just, of course, mm -hmm. this is pre-recorded, so I apologize, guys. Yeah, mere days before. But they announced four days, five days tops. When mm -hmm. that, oh, we're back this weekend, and I, I hope they didn't rush things just to come back and finish this this season on time. Mm -hmm. um, I still have issues because there are teams that apparently, uh, I think. I say this fairly, if not a majority, all teams are going to try and be relocated or located inside the U.S. Even then, you're going to have East Coast, West Coast, Midwest mm -hmm. servers. You're going to have dedicated servers, but based off your location, you're still going to have these issues. And I think there will be complaints based off the complaints we've already seen. Totally different subject. Can this league survive? I think viewership will be hurt. We've already seen it with mm -hmm. Overwatch League, especially the transfer to YouTube as well. Already, I think it has a great future, but still, we've seen so far... There is a fall off. It's from not Twitch working to YouTube. yet. You know, yeah, the transition yeah. is still happening. People still have to get used to actually going. Oh, hey, I got to go to YouTube to catch this event, as opposed to Twitch, like they've been doing for years. Yeah, I, I, I think it will survive for this season, this season only, mm. and we'll just see based off how this season ends. We don't know. Like, like COD champs this year could end on land, right? If the virus outbreak it controls itself by mm. then. Fingers crossed there's, that it will. There's too many like, open-ended questions. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. It'll be a different vibe. We're going to find out this weekend, or by the time you guys watch this, we've already found out if it does do well and can survive. I, I think, well, well, we'll see. We'll I, see, yeah. I mean, if anybody has the money to tank a bad season, it's, it's Activision. They can deal with that. Just God forbid yeah. a team lags out or mm -hmm. has serious internet issues. Right. It's going to be a... It, yeah, you see somebody jump from here to there in the middle of, like, a heated engagement. Ooh, that's going to be a bad look. Or, like, lag out or timeout in the, in mm. the map or is not replayed. We're going to... Mm. Uh, 
that's the stuff I worry yeah, about. I would have liked if they could have released like detailed rules on how they will handle that situation. Yeah, it's almost guaranteed to happen at least yeah. once. You know, but they didn't say anything about oh, we'll do if that happens, we'll retake the match entirely. Hopefully, they talk like, to the players and teams about yeah. this, but I don't know if that's going to be guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Either uh, way, the the favorites are still Empire and Phase, and yeah. and those who are actually good online or have the most solid on, uh, online uh, internet. So. We'll see how this weekend rolls we'll out. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> and before we jump into our next topic, everybody, let me take a quick second to shout out this week's sponsor. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might be thinking there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to esports to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join the day and receive your new welcome bonus. Bet Online, your online wagering solution. And now let's get back to that podcast. All right, Zane, for this next one, I want to try and keep it short because I think I want to do a video on my answer on the channel, but certainly. A, a talk of the town has been the rise of Warzone, but especially yeah. Valorant. And I want to ask you, of all the esports slash games out there, which is most likely to die with the rise of Valorant? And Ooh. I can give you my two cents on right, this. I think right. I'll touch more on the video. Uh, you know, I think there's a wide variety of games that probably could be addressed here, whether it's Apex Legends, whether it's Fortnite, whether it's Overwatch. And my pick is actually going to be a game like Overwatch. That would be my first call would too. It? Yeah, honestly, because we've already seen a fall off. Overwatch definitely had like this really amazing launch. It got that mainstream appeal. Overwatch became like this juggernaut where people are in ESPN, love with the characters. Disney like, yeah. XD, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like the problem is, it didn't really have the legs. I think they waited way too long to get some like single player content in there to incorporate a variety of multiplayer content. We're seeing that they're planning to include a little bit more of that with Overwatch 2, but we still don't know when Overwatch 2 is coming, per se. It and was set for late this year, right? And we, yeah, now we don't know. Now we don't know. And I think I was, I was just, boot, I booted up um, Paladins yesterday, actually. Is that, really, sorry to interrupt yeah, you, is, for, that, is that kind of close to Overwatch? Yeah, it's very, very similar. people are saying. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I just booted up, because, you know, it's been like years since I, I think, since I touched it last. And I was just looking at how many playable characters they have that are all unique and varied playstyles, and I was like, wow, they've dropped like so many characters in the time that Overwatch has dropped like one. They've dropped like two or three, you know? And Which you could argue for or against. Out. Yeah, for and against, of course, but I think that's a core part of the reason why something like Paladins will probably have a lot, much larger tail than something like Overwatch, because the content just isn't there all the time to yeah. keep people involved. And certainly the casual player base plays a huge thing. Then you, mm. we've already talked about competitively, esports-wise, OWL. Mm. Heading into this season, they lost so many talent, and they lost another handful of pros. And now with the rise of Valorant, losing even more pros yeah. There's screenshots going around. They're just lists of, dude, like, all those? those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yes. I, dude, yes. Yeah. I'm so glad we had, like, uh -huh. the same timelines configured on Twitter. I saw, mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. Overwatch over online chess, which yeah. you talked about. Yeah, uh -huh. I saw <laughs> some weird games, like, Overwatch was below. It, mm -hmm. I mean, rocking, like, seven, eight, nine. 9k concurrent total viewers it's nuts to see the drop off from when it had like one of the biggest launches in gaming like ever yeah like made like literally i think they made over a billion dollars easily like i think it's, it's yeah. fair to say, say that something like valorant's gonna take 
people away from Overwatch pretty easily, and I think especially because it's free. My main argument as to why Overwatch is probably the most likely we're not gonna we're not saying it's going to die, but most mm. likely of all esports out there to take a huge fall off, if not die. And again, it takes a lot for an esport to kill another esport. We haven't really seen that yet, right? Yeah, never. Um, unless you want to count PUBG Mobile killing yeah, well, PUBG, well, but that's a yeah, different that's day. Like, yeah. <laughs> but why I actually usually argue Overwatch over Fortnite because Epic Games still has the money. If they wanted to keep their scene alive for a long time, they could. Mm. They still have the players, the creators. On top of that, controller players and console players aren't going to be leaving Fortnite for Valorant. For two reasons, people aren't going to be leaving Fortnite, or at least not as many, because it's not as much of a crossover. Valorant's much more like Overwatch than it is like Fortnite. And again, controllers and console as of right now don't really have access to a game like Valorant. So they're going to mm -hmm. stay with Fortnite. And the money is there. The money will keep Fortnite alive for a long, long, long time. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I usually argue Overwatch is more likely to die than Fortnite. Apex could too, though. Yeah, I think Apex has a little bit more of a shot in the fact that, first of all, it's free to play. I think it would be excellent on true, Blizzard's part. True, true. That's a huge one. Yeah. If, a good point. If Blizzard could bring Overwatch free to play, I think they that they definitely could. They've made add that to my notes. so much one. money on it so far, and the game is already cheap as heck most places. And as much of $20 isn't a lot, but there's a big difference between $20 and free. Huge. Dude. Yeah. Apex, Warzone, mm -hmm. Fortnite, uh, Valorant, Valorant, free, free, yeah. free. I think free is like it's the move. Mm -hmm. it's Absolutely. And uh, later this year, I believe we're going to see Crossfire come to consoles too. So consoles are going to have that similar, a similar tactical shooter to engage in. Not obviously not on the same level as something like CS:GO or Valorant, but that's going to be free as well. And yeah. who's going to want to play Overwatch when you've got all these other options yeah. everywhere? Yeah. You know. Uh, a lot of angles on this one, guys. Mm. So we agree. Me and Zan yeah, have a rarity, a we, rarity on the podcast. <laughs> that most likely if an eSport were to die, we're going to mm. argue that it would be Overwatch because of Valorant. What do you guys think? Okay, Jake, so over the past year or so, we've seen some interesting things coming out of Facebook. They've been doubling down on their interest in gaming and eSports by signing huge names like Disguised Toast and Karina Koff. And now they've announced their latest effort to try and, you know, get their foot in the door with the esports community. Here we go. With their very own tournament platform hosted on Facebook. You've brought me a story that I have not heard about. Congratulations. Nice. I have not heard about this. Let's one. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, um, they said they weren't going to launch it now initially this launch was planned for later in the year but considering everybody's at home and looking for games and ways to like still mm -hmm. keep in touch with people they said hey we're dropping this in early access for everybody just so you can engage with all your friends on facebook and play games together <clears throat> and basically just have fun uh, hmm. There's a lot of stuff integrated into it, and it is clean. I've got to say, in comparison, what it, what's it gonna be called? Uh, just tournaments. You know, you know, Facebook just doesn't. They don't name. So stuff is this really. what you call like Facebook tournaments? Yeah, just, essentially. Okay. Yeah, they, okay. The, the tool is called tournaments. So I, I I'm okay people, with that. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, why? Yeah, why change it up? Uh -huh, that's just how Facebook rolls with yeah. this type of thing, you know. And um, yeah, it has live stream integration by default, so everybody can stream the your entire tournament. Obviously, got a full bracket, but um, automatically configures for people. Anybody can use it um, completely free. It has charity integration. So, like, say you're a big streamer, you want to host, like, a charity event. Yeah. It has get, got that tied in from the base level so people can donate while they watch their favorite creators compete, you know? And I've got to say, this is this could be big for the scene because I don't think we have any tournament platform out there with nearly as much money and power as Facebook to host tournaments cleanly. 
you know? Forgive me. So is this kind of maybe like a Twitch Rivals, like Code Red kind of kind thing? Kind of, Where kind they, of. We don't, it's they early allow days. The, can the public also make their own, mm -hmm. but also Facebook will be hosting yep, events? Yep, That's very interesting because we sometimes cover Twitch Rivals or Code Red when, it, when, when we can. Yeah, it's when, not when like it, a huge thing. Yeah, when it pops up, when it's a special one, you know? Cause but it'll be weird to add a name to that list if all of a sudden Facebook's mm -hmm. hosting a 25, 50K Warzone event. Or, like, right. that's very weird. Yeah, It yeah. seems very... It seems pretty smart, though, especially when yeah. you involve all these streamers and content creators. Mm -hmm. It could work out very well. There's a lot of people who still use Facebook, and if they can just be like, hey, you're already on Facebook for this stuff, here's this tournament you can watch. Also, it's a great, yeah. It, then it's also like, you know, what what does it hurt for uh, Facebook, uh, right? It doesn't really, yeah, it doesn't absolutely. hurt them at all to do this. Absolutely. My only concern would be, does it become an issue if if it gets to a point where they they can't invite Twitch streamers or because all of a sudden the crossovers between yeah, these companies I mean, I, is not I allowed? Yeah, I wonder about that. I mean, I think we've seen a pe some people that have like contracts with Twitch participating in like YouTube events. Yeah. When when they're held, so I don't think we'll see too many issues. But it is interesting to see. Like, I wonder if that might be a problem down the line once companies realize that hey. Uh, you know, Courage is coming over here and doing a Facebook stream that's bringing way more viewers for, to Facebook than it is to YouTube. Because I'm an idiot. Mm. I don't know about this, but I'm guessing Ninja's not allowed to compete in Twitch Rivals events after that break. I don't, I don't. I, I haven't checked that. I, I haven't checked on it either, but I don't, I, I don't know if he's allowed. I don't think it's specifically disallowed. I think we would have heard about it if they were like a hard no, don't compete. But I wouldn't be surprised if Mixer was like, you know, mm, maybe not. Don't do a ton of that, you know. Or even Twitch, like you well, can't, yeah, Twitch you can't not stream a Twitch Rivals event on Mixer. I, yeah. I don't know. I, we should yeah. look into that. But yeah, absolutely. Either something, way, something for the future. I think that's actually super cool. We'll see mm. how it takes off because, yeah, like you said, a big part of this is going to be the money and the, mm. the backing, which Facebook mm. clearly has. And they've already signed, and their creators do very well view-wise. Yeah, absolutely. Corinna Cop, I've talked about it already, has done very well. We actually have a few more players, kind of underlying players, sign. We have Ronda Rousey signing for mm -hmm. Switch games. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's actually kind of impressive to see how all these people have stayed pretty successful. Like, much more so than people than that left, like, Twitch, for example, to go to Mixer. Yeah, for like, sure. You know, they're still po very popular. Yeah, I, I'm. you know what? The more the merrier. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to see where they bring this, and I'm, I'm glad they're adding to the competition. Last fact to throw out there, because I, I saw this number, and it was insane. Um, this is from 2017, I believe, and I couldn't get updated numbers for 2020. But there are over 800 million people who play games on Facebook monthly already. So if they that's can, like the Candy Crush and Farm Bill yeah, crowd, yeah. Right? But imagine, imagine. But if it, we can imagine, transfer any of that, yeah, get a Candy Crush tournament going. <laughs> Think Jesus about how Christ. many people would be on board. Jesus. We can see some nuts stuff from this. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, uh, we'll see how it goes. And competition continues to progress in the battle of streamers in the, in the last place category of Mixer mm. versus Facebook. Facebook easily winning takes another notch. Easily winning. <laughs> All right, we're here. Mm. We've made it. the The Mixer discussion continues here on the Esports Rewind podcast, guys. Something we have talked long and hard about. Uh, yeah. We've talked a variety of angles and the struggles that Mixer have gone through, especially compared to its competition of YouTube and Twitch being the top two dogs out there. We're not really sure where this segment's going to go, but mainly talk about mm -hmm. the continued struggles of Mixer. Do we think Mixer will survive and what Mixer can really do? Uh, we were going to talk about it last week. We saw Microsoft step it up and actually give every single Mixer streamer, I imagine that's probably partnered streamers, a couple thousand streamers, a hundred bucks a piece due to the coronavirus outbreak to try and help them. You know, that's really nice and all. I think we saw a variety of, yeah. of feedback from that because uh -huh. my first take was that's great, right? Obviously, that's money they didn't have before. That's amazing. There were a bunch of people targeting Twitch for this, and I'm like... Uh, 
there's about 40 plus thousand streamers on Twitch. There's about a couple thousand on Mixer. You can imagine the coordination it takes for a platform like Twitch to probably try and do that. Um, yeah, it's never as simple as just clicking a button and say, hey, everybody got some money in your bank yeah, account. And, yeah, you know. And so I don't understand necessarily targeting Twitch for that one. We've also seen uh, definitely more struggles than that. The biggest ones being mm -hmm. there have been no signings. Like, yeah, they I, stopped. I, I keep on saying this, and there's no comment back for it. I and I, we've noticed in the channel, the Mixer fanboys, the diehards that used to, used to hate on this content are kind of, they're gone now. So you guys can feel free to leave comments down below and argue with us. We, we love that feedback. They have signed no one. Their viewership is stagnated. The rise of Valorant's actually furthered the fall of Mixer because Twitch has partnered with Riot Games for all those streamers and drops. Yeah, that's been huge for Twitch. And we've seen more and more people just saying, like, why would I watch a stream on Mixer? Yep. If I can't, I don't, I don't get anything out of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we, uh, I know Zam was going to mention it. I'm going to steal it right away from you. We, we've talked. <sighs> yeah, I hate to see it. <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about layoffs already for the, mm -hmm. the small Mixer team and the morale. We already had videos on that about morale being an all-time low a couple months back for this. I mean... What else yeah. is there on top of that? It's nuts to see how, like, just the staff there, they are so, so, like, they just seem depressed, to be honest. I mean, they understand Which, better than anyone. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm sure they realize that, hey, with, if they don't really turn this ship around in the next few months, there's a good chance that Mixer won't be around next year. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, I mean, obviously, I don't think they'll, like, kill the entire platform, but realistically speaking, it'll be a skeleton crew maintaining it just to try and get whatever return they could and it's at this point uh, again it's great that you're giving out money to your streamers that mm -hmm. is fantastic yeah but you got to wonder where that call comes down and if any of the team members are out there saying we should have put that money towards like a streamer or like if we can get that kind of money for the entire platform mm -hmm. even then it's a couple hundred thousand dollars to get a notable streamer nowadays what do you got to pay if Microsoft's Quite only willing to give out a, a couple hundred thousand dollars across their entire platform to help during this outbreak, and then you realize they got to pay mm -hmm. in, likely in the millions for anyone notable now? Yeah, at least a couple million, I would imagine. I mean, the reports over for the, over Ninja years. and Shroud yeah. have been anywhere mm -hmm. from five million per year to 20 million per year, so who knows? Yeah, I don't think they're super interested in picking up any new streamers. We've seen not a single one of those streamers that they've picked up has really resulted in a boost in viewership for the platform. And that is a, f a sad fact. Mm -hmm. we've, we've shown you guys the, t the statistics, the numbers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think it's really, it's good what Shroud and Ninja have been able to hold on to yep. and actually try and grow, but it seems like the overall platform itself is now the root cause and it, it's just it yeah. makes you question what can you do i don't know if they can really and what then, can they do at this me, point i yeah, guess i'll add question. my further my last point about this is mm -hmm. even if it's not if even if it's mixer not doing things you look at what their competition continues to do so you have mixer not doing things and have all these struggles then you add on top of their troubles the fact that youtube mm -hmm. has signed gigantic partnerships they take call of duty league they take um, overwatch league they take hearthstone esports and they continue to sign gigantic creators to try and convince them to start streaming too they have signed countless spanish and american i, I say spanish and then i say american because a lot oh. of people on this channel don't know the spanish creators they have been signing but they sign also million million sub channels across different regions and different esports out there that people haven't even heard about and on top of that you got twitch re-signing all of their top dogs so yep. they're locked in 
you got to wonder. I mean, streamers, creators, they're all, they're all very smart, very business business savvy people to be able to have the careers that they do. And if you listen to a lot of the conversation from them around Mixer, obviously nobody's blatantly talking trash, you know? Yeah. Because they have they're, friends. Yeah. yeah but they're on very, very much dancing around the subject. I think everybody knows Mixer just really isn't the place to be to really boost your career, you know? I think it was a good call for like somebody like Shroud and Ninja. Great they're, call, they're already, Probably. Yeah, they're already very, very well-known endemic creators in the space, you know? They could leave Mixer any day and go anywhere else and be fine, you know? And Honestly, just, I think they could go back to Twitch and regain a lot. I think yeah. Shroud will be just fine. Uh -huh, Shroud's absolutely. return to Twitch, if it does mm -hmm. happen, let's no, call yeah. it here. And then he'll be bringing, bringing back a huge bag of cash with him. Yeah, you know? he'll be like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm back. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> if they, uh, yeah, if they welcome him back with open arms, like mm -hmm. I think they might. I don't know about the whole how these things work when they get split off. Right, yeah, right. I, I'm right there with you, man. I think especially with a signing like Pokimane, I I really do think her top offers were Mixer mm -hmm. and Twitch, and mm -hmm. she chose Twitch. I would love to hear her true reason. She gave a bit of details in her video, mm -hmm. but you know none of these people can give the real, real reasons, Yeah, right? of course. They it's all say, just like surface level, like, oh, yeah, you know, I just felt like... Mixer's going to die. Like, Mixer, uh, Mixer just didn't feel like the home for my family. You know, yeah, it's like, all stuff like they'll that. They'll never yeah. outright say, yeah. Mixer won't survive. That's mm -hmm. why I stayed with Twitch or went to YouTube. Like, right, yeah. But the day someone does say that, we'll could be covering it for all of you. Yeah, 100%. Um, I just... I don't see a future for Mixer, but I, I hope there is one. Yeah, I mean, I think in the past, I'll just, just uh, end on this from my end. Um, I think the only thing they really could do is get some really nice integrations going with Xbox and Game Pass. Yep. We've seen that Game Pass is doing an astronomically well. Game developers love it. Fans love it. It's just a good service all around. You've said this time and time, and time yeah, again. Yeah, and if we can get some of that, those people who love Game Pass to just, you know, dip their toes in Mixer, then that could at least maybe keep the lights on for a few more months. I mean, it could help. Yeah. Who knows? You've talked about this for a while. I guess mm. I'll end on this one. I agree with you. Mm. Uh, it's really weird to come down to the fact that, like, when it comes down to this fight, we've already mentioned so many different angles, but it also mm. comes down to those god dang Twitch primes. Like, yeah, it really they does make a huge such difference. A help. Yeah. Not for only for creators re-signing, but just sticking on Twitch. Those mm -hmm. free subs, mm -hmm. the free money, and as of right now, Microsoft and Mixer have no competition for giving out free money. Alrighty, folks. Thank you all for watching. If you guys are. Uh, Comeback viewers, you probably know what's about to happen now. We're about to end the podcast, and Zane's about to give you a little spilly dealy. Yeah. So, as always, if you want to listen to the Esports Rewind podcast on the go, on your phone, on your favorite podcast platform of choice, you can find us on iTunes and Spotify as part of the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network. Uh, we upload there one day before we go live on YouTube. So, you know, if you ever want a sneak preview of what's to come, maybe slide on through and download. You know, shout out to all of our audio listeners. We really appreciate you guys. Um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, you know, if you happen to be interested in more, some more daily esports news content, you should check out our YouTube channel where we were just grateful enough to uh, hit over 100,000 subscribers. Thank you again, everyone, for that. Um, you know, as always, if you ever want to reach out to us, send us a story. Uh, we've gotten tons of amazing info from you guys in the past couple weeks, so thank you. Uh, please reach out via the comments. Uh, we're on Twitter at talk underscore esports. We're on Instagram at esports underscore talk. You know, we've got uh, DMs always open. We're always willing and waiting to hear from you guys. So, you know. Thank you all for watching. The yeah. Esports Rewind Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. As per usual, we'll see you guys back here same time.
same day, every single week. Thank you all again for watching. Until next time, sure. stay okay, healthy, stay safe, gamers. <laughs>